Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You're locked in to Stop, Look, and Listen on MyForecast.com. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in to this week's edition of Stop, Look, and Listen. I'm your host, LaTroy Gardner. Uh, This week, we have a very special guest. We have photographer, philanthropist, former co-host of Hal Jackson's Sunday Classics, and more. Uh, We have Debbie B. Jackson. Welcome to the show, Debbie. Thank you. Thank you. I'm honored to be here with you. (laughs) Oh, no doubt. All right. So um, Debbie's here to um, discuss the 50th anniversary fundraiser of Hal Jackson's Talented Teens International, slated for November 9th. But um, first off, Debbie, like, take us on a fantastic voyage into the life and times of, of yourself. Well, uh, Debbie B. Jackson, I'm known as Debbie B. here in New York City. Uh, For 30 years, I was on the Sunday Classics uh, on 107.5 WBLS, co-hosted next to my late husband, Hal Jackson, uh, who started Talented Teens back in the early 70s when uh, little black girls would come up to him and say, they have all kinds of pageants. I'm going to say pageant because this wasn't a pageant Mm -hmm. uh, for white kids. So you know, what about us? So he started a talent competition and uh, some of the young ladies that have come through talented teams and there are quite a few include none other than, well, right now she's a little infamous, you know, Jada Pinkett Smith. Oh yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Cheryl Lee Ralph, um, Vanessa Williams, Taraji P. Henson. And those are like the actresses. Some of the singers are Evelyn Champagne King, Cece Peniston, uh, Melissa Morgan, who's going to be on the show, mm-hmm. uh, Allison Williams, Regina Bell. Um, and then we've had like um, Tanya, uh, Tanya Kennedy, who's a, a Supreme Court judge uh, right here in New York, as well as Dr. Susan Johnson Cook, who was an ambassador to the United States. And she was appointed by the Obama administration. Um, okay. I've said a lot and nothing. <laughs> we well, have, that's, we, an illustrious, that's an illustrious group, though. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. And, um, you know, but to, to, to go back to Hal, Hal, he was an amazing uh, individual. He went into a radio station, WINX, back in 1939 and mm-hmm. said that he wanted to do a show. And they said, Mm-mm, that's not going to happen. No N-word is ever going to be on this radio. And he went out. He found a white advertising agency that bought 
time on the station. And then he walked in with Dr. Mary McLeod Bethune and had a 15 minute show that blew up. It was called the Bronze Review. And black folk know what bronze is, white folk don't. And the, the show just took off. And um, he was the first person to do three radio shows in the same day. <laughs> this was back before syndication, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, he was the first black announcer on network radio. He was the first sports by sports play by play uh, announcer uh, on radio. He was the first to host a jazz show uh, on the ABC network. He was the first to do a television, an interracial television show on the, on the NBC TV network. So he was in TV as well as radio. And what we're doing is we're playing, paying tribute to him and the different things that he has done. And that's why we're having this event on November the 9th in New Jersey, uh, paying tribute to Hal and uh, the, the many people who ha he, he has walked into their lives and they have walked into his. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't want to understate the significance of Hal's career achievements. I call him the Jackie Robinson of radio. So The godfather I mean, of radio. Yes. Yes. So, I mean... Um, like you said, um, the impact, you know, that he made in the community, you know, with uh, parents reaching out and insisting that he use his stature to leverage uh, this opportunity. Um, just talk about um, throughout the years how this this has just become a mainstay in in not only the New York metropolitan area, but beyond. Well, you know, he started in D.C., and so he, he, he started his career there. Then he came to New York and then he went back to D.C. And then he came back to New York. <laughs> um, so, you know, people in New York and D.C. know of Hal Jackson and all of the different things that he's done in radio. But with uh, the talented teens, that competition was across the country. It was from New York to California. It was in uh, Canada. It was in the Caribbean. It was in Africa. Uh, so the young ladies are... What we would do is get them together for a week of activities. And the, the day started at seven in the morning until 11 at night. Mm -hmm. And the whole, it was a week, it was eight days. And um, our week would start out when we made our first outing. It would always be with the dignitary from the city or, uh, or state or country that uh, we were in. Um, like in New York, we would meet with the mayor. We have pictures with uh, David Dinkins, with uh, Bloomberg, um, Ed Koch. You know, they all would be there for Hal and his talented teams. Um, when we were in Bermuda, we were with the governor of Bermuda. When we were in the U.S. Virgin Islands, we were with, the, I believe it was the governor of the U.S. Virgin Islands as well. I know definitely the lieutenant governor was there. In BVI, we were with the governor. We, um, it was big. <laughs> <laughs> it was really big. And uh, the talented team stopped having its competitions in 2010. And that was because of money. No sponsors, you know. And um, anyhow, after that um, and after his passing, I just said, no, I'm going to continue. I'm going to keep um, awarding scholarships. And so I'm on the board of Black Women for Black Girls. And so what we did was uh, they... They partnered with us and I award scholarships. You know, the Youth Development Foundation awards scholarships, five scholarships a year to young ladies. And uh, what we do is we have a college shower 
not a baby shower, college shower. We were the ones who coined that phrase. And the young ladies would sign up at Bed Bath & Beyond and get things for their college dorm room. Um, things like, uh, you know, uh, comforters and pillows, you know, things to, to make them feel at home in their dorm room. And we would have, oh my gosh, a, um, she's, oh, I forgot to turn off. Uh -oh, it's okay. Back. It's okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> We, we would have a college shower for them. Uh-huh. And um, that, that, that was always, always fulfilling. And um, we're still doing it. Uh, it's five young ladies. And what we would like to do, what I would like to do personally, is to follow the young ladies throughout their college career. Um, and uh, we award them uh, as long as they maintain a 3.0 or better. With talented teens, it was talent-driven. But this is not talent driven. So this is now an education, you know, on an educational front. And therefore, 3.0 or better, we'll send um, a, a scholarship. And what we have done is if they maintain a 4.0, we give them a scholarship. And there is one young lady who has gone the four years and maintained a 4.0, went on and had her master's and maintained a 4.0. And each year we sent out $1,000. So. That's why the money is needed, just to, you know, help send these kids and keep them, you know, driven and wanting to get an education. Right. So, I mean, with this uh, 50th anniversary fundraiser, um, performers include Howard Hewitt, Jeff Red, the Ladies of Sky, um, a former recipient, as you mentioned before, Melissa Morgan. Right. And... The Bells, Bells 2.0. You know, right. Yes. The Bells 2.0. They're, they're a local group, but what they are is a, a husband and wife team and they do duets like um, Marvin Gaye and Tammy Terrell and, you know, Peaches and Herb and um, Ashford and Simpson. So they mm -hmm. sing their songs and, and they're going to open for us. And it's, it's going to be a fantastic show. And as a matter of fact, I've gone full circle and didn't even know it when we put this show together because... And 1981 is when I became involved with um, Talented Teens International. That year, the show was held in New York at the uh, Waldorf Astoria. And on the bill for us was Shalimar, which is Howard Hewitt. Mm -hmm. The last competition was held in Bermuda. And the entertainers that year were the Ladies of Sky. And I said, holy moly, look what I did. I didn't even notice it. I just know that, you know, you're, in, you're when you're involved with people, they become friends, you know, and yeah, and it just so happened. <laughs> yeah, so you pretty much have your hands all in this event as far as the um the get the performers and your co-hosting um with, with Dr. Bob uh, Lee. Dr. Right. Bob and Lee and David Shepherd is MC in. Yep. <laughs> It's a family affair. Talented uh -huh. Teens is a family affair, I tell you. Yeah, definitely a labor of love. So, like, how much work goes into putting together an event like this? A lot. <laughs> right now I'm stressing. <laughs> but, you know, it, it's all coming together. It's just, you know, um, it's funny because, like, just yesterday I was riding downtown. I was going to a play, and someone called, and, and, and one of the people who's been working with me kept telling me, why don't you call this person? Why don't you call this person? You know, they'll help you because you're always helping them. I'm driving downtown. They called. How can I help you? And they just called again and I couldn't answer. But mm -hmm. yeah, you know, so I mean, the word is getting out there and people are opening up their hearts and, and 
you know, wanting to to support what's going on. And it's 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 really heartwarming. All right. So you mentioned um, encouraging diversity and in intercultural relations. Mm -hmm. How does the Youth Development Foundation actively promote these values? And why do you feel like it's uh, more important today than ever? It is. I mean, there's just so much going on out there. People need to know um, about what is going on more than what's going on in their backyard. Uh, that's one of the things that we did with talented teams. Um, you know, we would have those kids come like, like to New York and somebody from a Michigan or an Illinois, you know, they would come and they'd see tall buildings and they're looking up and it's, it's, it's amazing. And then they, you know, like when we took them to, to an Island, you see the, 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 the blue water, you know, uh, we, we took, and we've taken our international winners to like London and Paris and Senegal and, and Egypt. I mean, that was the intercultural portion of it. And I would like to do that again, but <laughs> goes back to the same thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Times is hard. Yeah. <laughs> Finances. Yeah. No, but but I think um, by by giving the scholarships, those individuals will be able to see more of the world mm -hmm. uh, through getting an education and knowing that there's a lot more out there as opposed to what is going on in their backyards. I remember there was one young lady uh, that that we were dealing with. She the only vegetables that she had ever known was corn, and she had never been on an escalator. You know, I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but she was very talented. <laughs> right. Yes, I mean, we, we discussed earlier the the long line of success stories, like when it comes to Cheryl Lee Ralph, Taraji P. Henson, Jada Pinkett Smith, Vanessa yeah. Williams, Ty Jimenez. Well, that one for you. You know, when um, Jada Pinkett Smith was in the competition, it was we were in um, Chicago. We were in Chicago mm -hmm. that year. And the young lady that won out over her Jada Pinkett Smith was the first runner up. The winner is Kia Don Winston, who is married to Mike Tomlin, and he's the head coach of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Okay. Now, the way that that happened was that um, uh, Jada had sprained her ankle the night before the competition, and she's an actress. So she had to stand in one spot and do a monologue as opposed to, you know, using the stage. Meanwhile, the winner, Kia, was a gymnast. So she was doing back flips and front flips and just, you know, wowing the audience. And that's, she won. She was the most talented, but Jada was there, you know. <laughs> so, yeah, we have a lot of stories like that. Right. Dr. Todd McLean provides periodontal and dental implant services in two convenient locations. They offer over a decade of experience treating patients and appointments can even be scheduled in the evenings, weekends, or early mornings. Give them a call in Chapel Hill at 919-537-9774 or in Durham at 919-484-8338 or visit them online at gumsandimplants.org. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? 
I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At ChumbaCasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. So is there like a, um, are they encouraged to like kind of come back and get involved with mentoring, mm-hmm. you know, yes. as well? Yes, they are. Yes, they are. Uh, as a matter of fact, what I intend to do is bring uh, four, four of the international winners. Four of the international winners were out of the state of New Jersey. And we're having this competition in New Jersey. So I intend to, um, I've already sent out uh, something to them asking if they would be available because I'd like to rec- recognize them on that evening as well um, with um, with something special. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So like, um, what does the future hold for um, the foundation? Well, I'm hoping that it holds that we will be able to keep awarding scholarships and, and not just give it on the first year of uh, a young lady's entry into college, but to follow her throughout the four years that she's there and keep awarding, you know, a thousand dollars each year to help them with their education. That's what, that's what my, I would love to be able to say that I'd like to, you know, sponsor the whole, um, uh, you know, I know that that's a big dream. I need to just put it out there, you know, um, that would be fantastic if we could do that. But as long as, as we can, as long as we can give one, the thing that Hal always said was that a clinch fist cannot receive. So as long as you give, it will come back. And um, he was a big believer in giving. And, you know, that has gotten into me. And, you know, we were married for 25 years until death did us part. So, mm-hmm. you know, he, 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 he made a big impression on me. He was the type. Okay, here's something that he did. When we were... Um, working on second avenue second avenue is a six lane one-way street in new york and the radio station was on one side of the street and he went over to the other side of the street i walked to him so what are you doing he said i gotta go over here i said okay we walked over and the reason why he walked over to the other side of the street because there was a beggar that was out there that he always gave money to he went across the street to give that man money and then walked back I thought he was going to the store or something, but he went over just to give this man some money. I said, that's strange, Hal. He says, he's usually on this side of the street. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that, that was the kind of man that he was. He was, he was just a, a wonderful individual. Yeah. And that, you know, that's interesting because, you know, as you said, um, you two were married until um, death, you know, did you part? Mm-hmm. But um, I just, you know, someone of his stature and like we said, the Jackie Robinson of radio, um, for him to be so community focused and uh, not trying to use his stature for all the wrong reasons, like secretly, like what what would eat at him as far as like, did he feel like he wasn't doing enough or like, just give me give me some insight into, you know, just where his head was at as he far as being just- a prominent figure. and. You would never, if you were to have met him outside of entertainment at maybe a dinner or something and not know who he was, you would not have known that he was as big 
and known as he was because he was really the humblest person that you would ever want to meet. Uh, he never had a big head. He was always, he, mm, he, he treated everyone the same from the, from the janitor, you know, to the CEO, everybody would come in, anybody would come into his office and, you know, sit down and just have conversation. And you always felt as if, um, you know, that you were part of the family. And just like, I don't know whether you're noticing or not, but, you know, in here, I keep getting lights that are coming in and I'm saying that's him because he's still around me. <laughs> <laughs> he's still around me. I tell you, he's he, he was something else. He was something else. And I, I, I you know, I, I, that's why I want to do this thing for him, you know, the, a tribute to him and, and all of the things that he's done for so many. And I'm sure that a lot of people are going to come out. But I'm saying it again, November the 9th, Bergen Pack in New Jersey, in Englewood, New Jersey. We have Howard Hewitt. We have the Ladies of Sky, um, Melissa Morgan, um, uh, Jeff Red, and uh, the Bells 2.0. It's going to be one heck of an R&B concert, an R&B fundraising concert. And um, yeah, come on out. <laughs> Where can oh, I get tickets? And if you just want to make a donation, you can do so through youthdevelopmentfoundation.org. You go to our website and tap on the donate, donate button and you're in. And believe me, no donation is too small. Mm -hmm. So where can people purchase tickets if they want to see it all in person? Pur pur purchase tickets at Bergen Pack. That's B-E-R-G-E-N-P-A-C dot org slash events all of the tickets are coming through there through there except the vip we're having a vip reception and with that one uh you would call 917-258-6476 and those tickets are 125 dollars you'd be a part of the vip reception and have wonderful seats mm -hmm. and for those that are interested in submitting applications for like next Youth, year. Youthdevelopmentfoundation.org and go to scholarships, tap on the scholarships and all of the information is there and submit your application. Okay. All right, Debbie. So what do you find most rewarding? Um, what do I find most rewarding? Wow, that's a good one. What do I find most rewarding? I don't know. Just living every day and feeling blessed. Mm -hmm. <laughs> see how this, did you see how it got lighter oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling it, you it, it, it's just you know perfect timing <laughs> I thought it was like the photographer in you you know just making sure the the lighting was right uh, the, I, that's the sun it, it, it just comes in I have skylights right here and it just when I say certain things the sun just shines I say oh that's how I have a picture here. Would you like to see? I don't know whether you'd be able to though, because it's kind of big. Let's one let's of try. Pictures, one of my um, one of my uh, signature pieces. Wait, hold on. Uh -huh. Let me get it. Yeah. Okay. I'll start from this end. Okay. Yeah. Pan. Yep. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> So what, so when, so when was that? Cause it looks like it's, it's like it's, 1960s or fifties. That's Cuba, 2015. 2015. Wow. Cuba. 
Beautiful. Cuba, it's the capital. Oops, where is it? I wait, hold on. <laughs> Let me see. Where's the cat? He's over here. Mm -hmm. Yep. And I was there in 2015 and 2016. And I took this picture. And this is now my signature picture for my photos. Um, photos by Debbie Jackson. All right. So, I mean, let's let's kind of get into that as far as um, your career shift. So you were doing Sunday Classics mm -hmm. um, with, with Hal until he passed away. And then even afterwards, um, mm -hmm. at that point, you you had a love for photography and you decided to take that on yeah well it was even while he was alive mm -hmm. um i i had <laughs> um they say being in the right place at the right time uh one of my friends uh over at the state office building uh willie walker he said you're a photographer why don't you have an exhibit at the the new york state office building in harlem i said okay and that made me become the first person, I'm going to say female, but I, I, I believe I believe in the first person to have a one person show at the state office building because the space is so expansive that they would always have a number of individuals that were that had a lot of things to display. But I had a lot of pictures. And so I filled up that that place. And um, that was my first exhibit. And then I went on and, and I did it four years in a row. Uh, I've also uh, exhibited at Carver Bank and at Bergen Pack, where um, the show is going to be in, in the gallery there. Um, and I'm looking forward to doing another one either in February for Black History Month or in June for Black Music Month um, somewhere in the New York area. Yeah, well, you know, being with Hal and traveling and seeing all of the people uh, that he knew, I have uh, pictures of him with Alicia Keys, Smokey Robinson, Lionel Richie. I mean, just Stevie Wonder, a whole bunch of pictures in that respect. And I call that famous faces. Then I have sunsets. I have butterflies and flowers. Um, and then my feet travel because that's the name <laughs> of my of, of, of my photography. My feet travel and yours can, too. Um, and so everywhere I go, I have pictures of my feet somewhere, but you can tell where it is kind of, sort of, it's on a beach, but the beach is beautiful. Or you see it's like boots and it, there's a uh, sun in the distance because it's uh, Lake Tahoe, you know, but just different things. And because I was able to travel, uh, as much as I did and be, uh, around so many different people. Uh, of notoriety, I was able to get a lot of great pictures. As a matter of fact, I know that there's a there's a table there's a table there's a tabletop book <laughs> that I need to be putting together. <laughs> right, so I got so, a lot. I got a lot. Uh -huh. that I, um, you know, as I'm doing these interviews, all of these things are coming. I'm saying, wow, I could be doing that, and I could be doing that, and I could be doing that. So, oof, yeah, that's that's yeah, Jack. So like, putting so like, what's on your What's on your bucket list as far as places you yet to visit and um, get a picture of your feet <laughs> or just anything else you can catch a glimpse of that is so picturesque? I want to go and do a cruise of the Tahitian Islands. And I've been wanting to do that um, ever since Hal and I were together. And for some reason, we didn't go. I think because of the flight being so long or something. I don't know why we didn't make it there because we, we, oh my gosh, we went. Oh, 
thanks to the station, our first trip, no, my first trip to Africa was to Ivory Coast. And, and he mm-hmm. didn't go with me. Um, I don't remember why he didn't go, but he didn't go with me. And then we took 92 people, 92 of our listeners to Senegal. We took 50 of our listeners to Egypt. Um, we, we went to uh, Zimbabwe, South Africa. I mean, we were Morocco. <laughs> we used to travel all over Africa. Um, and I have pictures. <laughs> I have pictures. So I don't know about my feet because at that point, I, it wasn't my feet travel. It was just me, you know, with my camera taking pictures. But I was just so blessed to be able to do that. Great. All right. So, Debbie B, as we sort of prepare to close, um, plug the event one more time for us. Okay, the event is November the 9th, and it's happening at the Bergen Performing Arts Center in Englewood, New Jersey. On the bill, we have Howard Hewitt, the Ladies of Sky, Jeff Red, Melissa Morgan, the Bells 2.0. Tickets are $45 to $85. We have a VIP reception. Those tickets are $125, and we'd like to see you there. All right, Debbie. So, um, you know, leave us with a parting shot, but kind of, I kind of want to guide you in a direction I want the parting shot to be. And that's, um, as far as dreams, never having an expiration date. Dreams never have an expiration date. Wow. Well, I think that any person who has a dream, they need to make their dream come true. And you can, all you have to do is keep moving forward and don't take no for an answer. Uh, Hal taught me that. If one door closes, there's another one that's going to open. You have lights that are going on around you too, sir. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm in I'm in South Florida, so oh yeah. Oh nice, nice. Nonstop. Wow. Nonstop here. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's cool. Oh yeah. But I, okay. Hal's motto. Uh-huh. I'll do mine first. My motto is Smile at the world, and the world will smile back at you. You walk down the street and smile, you'll get some smiles back. Hal's is, it's nice to be important, but it's more important to be nice. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Wow. So, um, Debbie B., um, (laughs) I just want to say thank you. Thank you for um, keeping Hal's legacy alive. Uh, thank you for all you do in the community, um, you know, providing the, these valuable opportunities for young ladies um, to be seen and heard. Um, my radio show, The Good Old Boys, is a direct descendant of Sunday Classics. Wow. You know, and it's truly been an honor to grab the baton and carry on that legacy. Thank you. So, you know, thank so- you so much, Mr. Gardner. <laughs> <laughs> So I wanted to close things out with these famous words. <laughs> it's nice to be important. Oh, sorry. But it's more, but it's more important to be nice. <laughs> it is. <laughs> and you did. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> so, so for Stop Looking Listen, I'm your host, Detroit Gardner. See you next week. Peace and blessings. Close. <laughs>